Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining the live event today. I'm Dr. Maria Sampalis. I have the pleasure of having Christos Papayodio with us today from Greece. Uh, thank you, Christos, for joining us today. Thank you, Maria, for inviting me. Yeah, you know, we're, we're friends, uh, you know, fellow Greek. Uh, so it was great to have you on today and just give doctors some perspective of what's going on in the UK, what's going on in optometry in Greece. Um, so, you know, I, I think that was great to have to have you on. Um, today, I want to give you some background. Um, Christos graduated in 2005 from the Optics Technology Educational Institute in Athens and also, um, you know, first class um, degree from uh, City University London in 2009 uh, with for an optometrist. And he wrote the manual um, for contact lenses in, in Greece. So welcome, welcome. And, and you're on a lot of different boards, so you're very involved in the industry there. Uh, yes, uh, we're trying to um, uh, contribute as much as we can. Uh, uh, it's, um, uh, we have talked about it in the past. Uh, uh, optometry is a profession, but also uh, on my side, it's uh, uh, family history. And it's also something uh, I'm passionate about and uh, always trying uh, our best to uh, give something back. Just just to get some insight uh, for, for the listeners, what uh, educational requirements are for optometrists in the UK and, 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 and to practice in Greece as well? Uh, so in the UK, um, you have... Um, uh, you need to complete a four-year education. Um, uh, that is... Um, the mainstream is three years um, uh, in the university, and then you do a, what they call a pre-registration year, um, and uh, you take some exams uh, and you register with the General Optical Council, which is a regulator in the UK. Um, and uh, in Greece, the, um, uh, a lot of things are changing, um, and uh, there have been in the last decade a lot of changes. The current situation is that you. Um, uh, uh, I need to study four years at the university as well. Um, uh, a, a recent change is that uh, the school was uh, renamed and grouped with uh, some others. Uh, it's now called um, uh, School of Biomedical Sciences. Uh, and um, after you do uh, three semesters, then uh, you pick um, a direction. And one of the departments is uh, optics and optometry. Um, and this is how uh, you become the title you get in Greece is optician slash optometrist. So it is an evolving profession. Um, um, uh, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, what is uh, the scope of practice in the UK and, and Greece? Like what, what can optometrists do? I mean, I know here we do a lot more, but curious to see what it is in, in Europe. Yeah. Um, we uh, should take as a reference um, the uh, World Council of Optometry um, uh, uh, Competency Framework. Um, uh, they have uh, four stages, uh, one being um, an optician uh, doing just dispensing, the second one um, being an optician uh, who also is uh, refracting and um, uh, could also detect some disease. The third one being an optician who also does refract, but also detects and manages disease. This has two subgroups. It can either be with uh, diagnostic drugs or without. And then you have the fourth one, uh, 
um, which is what you are familiar with when you are able to use um, uh, unprescribed uh, medication and also do some procedures, uh, as uh, is uh, common in the US. Now, um, in the UK, um, uh, they are on the fourth uh, of those categories. So when you qualify uh, from the university, um, uh, of course, uh, you can uh, do uh, primary care and detect. You can um, prescribe some medication or antihistamines for, you know, uh, are, and other antibiotics for red eye. But um, there are, um, this, is, this is limited, uh, uh, but you can expand it a lot with uh, additional qualifications. There are three levels. Um, one, the first is called additional uh, supply and then the second is called supplementary prescribing and the uh, uh, final one is called independent prescribing um, um, so um, that is how you can expand uh, your uh, scope in the UK uh, in Greece uh, uh, we are on the second of um, those uh, steps mentioned um, uh, so uh, the, the profession was um, uh, opticians before uh, then it expanded to contact lens fitting and uh, now the standard of practice is uh, uh, many opticians are also able to refract uh, for the last decade or so um, the school is um, um, uh, qualifying people as opticians optometrists but there is um, it's not fully synchronized with the legal framework so many times the school is a little bit ahead uh, before things are also expanded um, uh, in the professional um, uh, rights uh, part. Question for you, is is the exam broken up into two parts? Like um, if someone just wants to come in for just a refraction, just to get glasses, is that mm -hmm. uh, legal in the US? I mean, in the UK and in Greece, because in the US, they have to have a full mm -hmm. comprehensive eye exam. They can't just come in just for a script. Um, is, is that what's going on in the UK and Greece? They're separated? Uh, well, in the, uh, it's uh, different for uh, each country. So in the UK, you have to have a prescription, uh, which prescription has an expiry date, uh, same being for contact lenses as well. Uh, the vast majority of uh, primary care is done by optometrists there, of course. Um, and the, the, the demographics uh, between uh, optometrists and ophthalmologists is such that there are very few, and the ophthalmologists and they are uh, most of them are in uh, hospital eye service. Um, uh, now in Greece, because the demographics are um, very different, uh, there, we have a lot of doctors. Actually, we have the highest percentage of um, uh, ophthalmologists uh, per uh, population in uh, Europe. To give you some uh, numbers uh, to better understand it, is in the UK, uh, it's 0 0.22 ophthalmologists per 10,000 people, while in Greece is 2.8. So this is about 10 times more. Um, and uh, so they do, uh, in Greece, they do provide um, the most of primary care as well, uh, still. Um, but there is no need, uh, although prescriptions, uh, prescriptions are issued, um, it's not um, uh, in law, uh, the law does not uh, mention that uh, this is mandatory to have. So you can uh, copy your previous glasses, for example. Okay, yeah, um, but if a, patient your... comes to di if a patient's diabetic and they just say, hey, I don't even want to check my retina, can you just give me a script? They, they can, that, that's, that's okay in, in Greece, correct? 
Um, well, uh, uh, in uh, the advice we um, give at the Hellenic Academy of Autometry is, uh, of course, uh, the two parts have to uh, are connected, both the health check and the refraction, and uh, whether um, um, someone uh, provides uh, refraction, they have to refer to um, another provider to complete the examination, or they have to inform the patient. And now, the legal framework is that um, uh, in increase the scope of practice um, changed a few years ago that uh, they allowed um, optometrists. Um, to um, do a number of, of um, exams and use diagnostic drugs, but there's a big but there. Um, all had to be done under the supervision of an ophthalmologist. Um, so uh, that was a, a big shock for us. And this, of course, challenged the independence of the profession. Um, uh, this is something we took very seriously. And uh, there was um, uh, legal action taken against um, this um, uh decision from the ministry of health and uh, uh it was last month that the hearing took place uh, and we expect in the next six to 12 months this to clarify what we are challenging of course is the supervisory part of one profession over the other and um uh, we'll see how that goes hopefully it will be able to uh, clarify next time we speak yeah, I mean, if, if I could be of any help and, and, and we start a petition, we use my network to kind of help optometry mm -hmm. all over the world, I'm happy to do that. So we've mm -hmm. done that in the past. Uh, what is the percentage of private practice versus corporate practice in the two countries? Um, well, uh, the two images are very different. Um, the UK, um, uh, some statistics a couple of years back, about 80% was uh, corporate and uh, independents were about 20% and falling. Um, um, there, uh, there are big differences. The major player by far is um, a company called Specsavers. Um, they have about 40% market share um, and uh, some others follow uh, at much lower percentages. Um, in Greece, the um, situation is um, almost reversed. So still, the vast majority are independent practices. So I would say about 80% is independent and about 20% is corporate. Um, there are no major players there still because uh, the best way to put it is that the uh, market is fragmented and uh, there are a lot of small to medium-sized um, uh, players. Yeah. Question. The ones that do work in the corporate setting, what, is, what does that look like? Here in the U.S., we have independent contractor, we have employee, we have sublease, we have franchise. Um, mm -hmm. are, 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 they, are they renting space next to it? Are they employed? I know Specsaver is a franchise model. Is that the same model in the U.K.? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, in the U.K., uh, as you said, um, it's uh, Specsaver is a franchise model. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, at least a uh, few years ago when I was there, I do remember also Boots, although they had uh, uh, a different model, uh, uh, they were converting a lot of their practices to franchisee because they saw that this was much more effective. Um, uh, in Greece, uh, uh, the corporate are uh, uh, basically any uh, company can have the practices as well, uh, as long as they employ um, qualified people. And uh, they, most of them are employed. Um, 
the vast majority. There are very few examples of franchisee models in Greece, but these are at the very, very beginning, I guess, because it's a primarily independent uh, market still. There's no, not a lot of need uh, at this stage. Yeah. Um, what can be done to make optometry stronger overseas? I know here we have different laws, different rules, um, mm -hmm. and compared to overseas. What can we do in the U.S. to help doctors in Greece and doctors in the U.K.? Uh, well, uh, like most things in life, communication is key. It's very important. Um, and communication is a two-way street. It's very important to, uh, you know, every time we uh, read in the news about um, um, a law changing in a um, uh, state in the U.S., uh, this is uh, something uh, we um, puts a which puts a smile on our face. And, you know, uh, we are more connected than we think, uh, all of us. Um, now, um, things being done um, uh, in, in Europe, on a European level, there are two organizations. One is called the European Council uh, of Optics, uh, Optometry and Optics, and uh, the other one is called the European Academy. These are, um, let's say, sister organizations. Uh, the European Academy has more to do with continuous education and clinical excellence, and the Council uh, has more to do with the lobbying uh, part uh, and the commercial aspects also. Um, uh, similarly, this is something that we also try um, to do in Greece. This, uh, the Hellenic Academy of Optometry, of which I'm also a member, uh, came a few years back to um, uh, uh, fulfill the need uh, for um, uh, a more clinical perspective, because as I uh, uh, we said earlier, the profession is evolving, and it was uh, uh, in my father's generation a technical profession. It was more of a craft and uh, more commercial, and now gradually, um, uh, uh, from the introduction of contact lenses and gradually converting to optometry, it, it becomes more and more clinical. So. Um, uh, there, um, it's uh, we we try to uh, promote continuous education. We try to raise the standards. Um, I know that the European Council uh, they have the European Diploma uh, in Optics and Optometry, which is uh, an effort to harmonize uh, optometry throughout uh, European countries. This is a, a more complicated task than initially thought because each country has very different. Uh, social and uh, economic uh, factors to consider. Um, they are not as um, homogeneous as the US. If there are differences in states in the US, imagine the differences that exist between European countries. Um, uh, but this is an ongoing battle. Um, uh, so um, uh, we are uh, in the front line. And uh, as I said, communication is the key. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, because we lobby together to for now scope of practice is huge. I mean, there's some states that lag behind here uh, in the US with glaucoma, orals, things like that. But now we're kind of all together on it. We all work together to pass those laws. Um, and also now is an injection. So what we're passing here, we can also work together. And I think the World Council organization is that optometry organization. Isn't isn't that correct? Too that kind of brings optometry all together. Am I am I correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Um, on our side, uh, locally here, um, uh, uh, as I am now practicing in Greece, 
is um, we are trying to communicate um, uh, considering that education um, uh, is uh, state funded so uh, the state plays a very uh, big role in the decision making um, and um, uh, that is also um, through uh, um, the provisions they have uh, through healthcare uh, which also affects us uh, we try to um, uh, communicate to them that uh, optometry is um, cost effective uh, for the state uh, it's a lot quicker and a lot uh, less expensive to train an optometrist compared to uh, to an ophthalmologist and uh, uh, from my experiences and in work from my experience in uh, working in the uk um, the two can work very well together and uh, I, on, on my side i cannot see one without the other um hopefully uh, this will be um uh, if we manage to um, uh, pass the message uh, then this will be much better for uh, both the system uh, lowering costs uh, increasing accessibility um, and uh, overall care of course yeah one more thing i mean you 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 know you published the contact lens manual can you just Give us some insight. Are there protocols for doctors, uh, optometrists in, in Greece to, to follow? I mean, are you, you setting new legislation with this manual? Um, give us a little bit of insight on that. Uh, well, uh, the, uh, in contact lenses, um, uh, there are some requirements. For example, uh, 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 a few years ago, uh, the list of um, equipment uh, required was updated. Uh, uh, um, what uh, um, someone who fits contact lenses needs to have in their uh, test room. Um, another thing which is an ongoing change, um, which has to do with the organizing structure. Um, uh, there was, um, the, the state is, um, uh, I passed a law recently um, uh, trying to um, uh, creating a new organization uh, in which um, uh, all um, professionals will be um, uh, compulsory uh, members. Uh, this will uh, have many aspects as uh, renewing the licenses, uh, possibly um, starting a compulsory continuous education um, uh, of course, it will include other stuff like disciplinary committees and uh, registries, which are currently um, kept uh, locally. So this will uh, now uh, go on a national level. Um, we believe to be more efficient. Uh, um, so uh, there is a lot of, um, as, I, as we mentioned in the beginning, it's uh, evolving and uh, on many fronts. And... Um, uh, we are uh, there to help uh, wherever we can and, uh, you know, advise also the state um, where and when we can, as right. far as our voice reaches. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 super important that we all work together. Uh, you know, optometry is global. Like you said, communication is important. I think now more than ever with social media, we can connect with each other, see what's going on. I mean, it's very easy for us to sign petitions to help each other, even donate some 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 money to some of these causes too, because you know some optometrists will say, "Hey, we're in the U.S. and you know, what do I care what's going on in Europe?" Well, you know, a lot of companies that 
you know, make decisions in the U in the U.S. are based in Europe. So and they'll come over and expand. So um, I think that's important. I think we all need to be involved with our profession. It is a legislative profession, evolving profession, like you say, and um, we all need to kind of work together. So, um, you know, I think optometry is a great profession. I think I think it's something that we can, you know, we have a good, uh, you know, lifestyle from it. We help patients. It's something that I'm passionate about, but I think we need to kind of have a bigger approach and think of it globally than just, you know, U.S. or state level. Um, so I want to thank you so much, Rusos, for coming on with us today. Uh, if there's anything um, that I can do within my network, always feel free to reach out to me. Um, and that way we can push optometry forward. Mm -hmm. Of course. Thank you again for inviting me.